Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. So I'm driving on my way to Lowe's to get some dryer hose. (laughs) That was not meant to be, but it is. And I decided to take the back road. There were some good songs on the radio. And on this old back road to go around it so you can avoid the interstate, there was a tree crew. I don't know what their city, government, private, whatever, but they were cutting trees out around power lines on the highway in a bucket truck. And it was one lane with, you know, the cones and all that stuff. So because it was a small road and it's in a holiday week, I don't know which of the other or not, but there wasn't anyone, you know, directing traffic. I mean, there's no traffic really to direct. It's like, Hey, watch a car every now and then. So the, the point is, is when I drove, when I got close, I slowed way down. Cause I thought I'm always so respectful of these guys. I don't want to, I just want to respect them. So I get it all the way down. I'm going like 20, 25. And then after I get around the truck and all the cones, I see standing there I hope patiently, his face didn't look that way, was an older gentleman with a longer white, black, peppered beard, little skinny guy, holding this humongous, like all around his arms could carry a group of sticks so that he could walk around the lane that I was currently using to go throw it in the chipper and shred it all up. So the, the realization I had after that was, I bet I upset him. I bet I irritated him because I slowed down from afar and took my time and went through while he was sitting there going, hurry up, lady. (laughs) I got to drop this shit off. It just, it made me think about how no matter what our best intentions are, we always end up somehow upsetting somebody or getting somebody mad at us or somebody not understanding. And you meant, well, you really did. (laughs) You were trying to do the right thing. And you just didn't understand from the other person's perspective or situation or scenario. But how could you? I didn't see him. I didn't know he was back there holding all those sticks or waiting for me. Like, come on, come on, come on, lady. Like, I didn't see it. So I didn't see that angle before I made a decision. But I had to make a decision. And I feel like it was the right one. Like, regardless, it's still the right one. But it was more of the idea that people may not like take your efforts or your, or what you say or what you do in the, in the intentions of goodness that you yourself meant for. And it's really hard when you know, in your heart of hearts, you may make mistakes or you may do wrong things, or you may say the wrong things, but you knew it was coming from a place where you didn't realize or see the other person's situation that was not in a way to take it positive. And that's okay. I want everyone to continue to make decisions and to continue to try. My ask is that it's from the best of intentions. I think that if we can all realize that when we do best by others, sure, we're going to have some foul balls, but we're going to be on the, I don't want to say straight and narrow because there is no straight and narrow, but more of a place of positivity to be able to see around us what we can do to help make something better, safer, 
or good. And then I, you know, again, I just started thinking about that whole lessons from the juvenile home. And that was the the big three. That big three just keeps coming back to me. We do not intervene. We didn't intervene. We didn't have to do anything. We, We were able to have great, sometimes even arguments with youth as long as the three laws were abided by. And that is no harm to self, no harm to others, and no harm to property. And it's like, if, if we all would make that same pledge, no harm to self, don't hurt yourself, intentionally, don't hurt people, intentionally, and don't destroy property, intentionally. What would the transformation, oh my goodness, I just think about the transformation we could all make if we truly just always made sure that when we were making a decision that we abide by those three laws and understand that it's the best decision from the intentions of what you want to do and how you want things to be better and say it anyway and do it anyway and be who you are wholeheartedly believing to be so that we can I don't know understand I guess anyway that was my thought driving into Lowe's to get my 10 feet of dryer hose, not hose, vent, and the tape, because my absolutely amazing husband came down with the vid, which is really bizarre, because I thought he already had it and just was a negative, because he lived with me as my husband for the whole week I had it in August, and just seemed like he probably did, because we were, we both had colds. Anywho, he does have it. He does have a cold and all the symptoms and he had a fever and now everything tastes like salt. The sad thing is, is we had no idea and the tail end of, oh, I'm starting to get a headache came the very day after we uh, spent the night in West Virginia with all of my older family. And I'm like, ah, I mean, we, there was no intention, like no intention whatsoever. It's, we, we, and everybody's cool. Like, everyone's fine with it. And everyone's even, like, everyone's getting it. You don't even know where you get it from. And it transfers easy. And it's like, I know, but doggone it. I didn't want it to be us. And I know Mark feels just as bad. But, you know, we let everybody know. And he's doing very well because he uses the preventative therapies that have been proven time and time but are sequestered by mainstream media to work. And he's got, you know, fine. He'll be fine. But now he's moving around the house because our sons aren't home because we've been trying to keep them out of the house because my our one son has a huge weekend planned and I'm a little nervous but I trust them like I have no reason not to trust these kids they've never done anything to make me say oh that's risky it's more of we're sending them out into the world and ooh, that's risky and to a big city ooh, that's risky and to a professional NBA basketball game okay unexperienced people in a city but they're going early in the morning, well, hours, hours, hours before the game. They are checking into a hotel that is right nearby. They are parking the car in that hotel's place and Ubering. And they are then Ubering back to their hotel where they will stay until they get up in the morning and come back home. So I feel like all in all, that's a good strategy to let these guys like young of age, 18 year olds experience something two hours away. And, uh, I'm excited and we want to make sure that we don't do anything at all to get into the way of that. And luckily, 
not luckily, as it would turn out that because we had exposed other people and were out of town, they were not near us and around us to have been in the window. So just keeping them away and they'll be fine. But anyway, now he's getting up because they're not home and he's finally tackling my dryer project because I just have been telling him that something's not drying right and I think I mentioned that before. So he got up to go look at it because he needed to move around and the house was empty. So he looked at it and it's not bad, but it needs replaced. So I'm going to go buy that because he can't leave the home. And then, yeah, get my new dryer vent today. Woohoo! That was all. Hope your intentions are good ones. And there you have it. Another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one. Or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one. Thank you.